Today in Science from Wired. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. The physics behind the strange interstellar asteroid Oumuamua by Rhett Elaine. For the first time, humans have detected an interstellar asteroid, a space rock they're calling Oumuamua which is a Hawaiian word meaning scout. It's the only object we've ever seen that entered the solar system from beyond our little collection of planets. That's a pretty big deal on its own. But on top of that, this asteroid has a really interesting shape. It's very long and skinny, with a width-to-length ratio of about 1 to 10. Basically, it looks like a cigar, or at least that's what everyone is saying. The only images we have that show its shape in detail are artistic renderings. Because the asteroid is so relatively small and far away, you can't easily see it with a visible light telescope. But if you can't see it, how can you describe it? The answer to this, as in many situations in science, is to use indirect observations. The one thing that can be measured is the brightness of the object. Because this rock is also spinning, The light it reflects from the sun changes over time. By looking at the ratio of the brightest to weakest observations, you can get an estimate of largest to smallest size. If you estimate the albedo, a measure of reflectance, you can also estimate the total size. Boom, there you have it, a cigar-shaped asteroid. If you want to learn the answers to more how-do-you-know type questions about Oumuamua, check out the awesome NASA fact. But if you want to calculate some answers for yourself, well, just keep reading. Could this be a spacecraft? Okay, everyone calm down. This isn't a page from Rendezvous with Rama, an Arthur C. Clarke novel that depicts an interstellar object that happens to be an alien starship. But what if it was a spaceship? Could its rotation make a type of artificial gravity? From the data, we know the following two important things about Ui Muamua the length and the rotation rate. Okay, we don't actually know the length, but it's somewhere between 200 and 400 meters. I'm going to use the bigger size. The rotation rate is known with more precision as it rotates once every 8.1 hours. 
How would this make artificial gravity? Well, let me explain. When this spacecraft is far away from a star or other massive objects, there is essentially no gravitational force acting on people inside. You can make fake gravity by spinning the spacecraft. This spinning motion creates a force. We'll label that F. That reproduces the effect of the floor pushing on you to counteract gravity. This force from the floor is what we feel on Earth. If you want a longer explanation, you can check out my older posts about weight and weightlessness. But why is there a force between the human, or maybe an alien, and the end of the rotating asteroid? It's because the human is moving in a circle. In order to move in a circular motion, you need a force pointing towards the center of the circle. We often call this a centripetal force, which means center-pointing force. The magnitude of this force depends on the mass of the object, the size of the circle, and the rotation rate, W. Centripetal force equals the mass times rate squared times radius. Of course, different humans of different masses will have different forces, just like on Earth. So really, it's just the acceleration that matters for artificial gravity. That's just the product of rate squared and the radius. If you get an acceleration of 9.8 meters per second squared, then you have successfully reproduced Earth-like gravity, but not really gravity, just apparent weight. Now for the acceleration of the end of Ui Mua Mua. It's sort of fun to say that out loud after you get used to it. This rock has a circular radius of 200 meters. I'm using the biggest value, but what about the angular velocity? Since it takes 8.1 hours for one rotation, rate would be two times pi divided by 8.1 hours. Of course, I really need this time in seconds. So, rate equals two times pi over t, which equals parentheses two pi over 8.1 hours. Close parentheses. Open another parentheses. One hour over 3,600 seconds equals zero point zero 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 two two rad per second. Yes, that's a pretty slow rotation rate. Just for comparison, it takes the Earth about 24 hours to rotate. Now I can put this along with the radius to calculate the acceleration. This gives a centripetal acceleration of 9.3 times 10 to the negative sixth. Meters per second squared, or an apparent weight that is just 9.48 times 10 to the negative seventh of that on Earth. In other words, it's super tiny. There, I just did the first homework question for you. Now for some more. Note some of these might require some complex calculations and estimations. That's what makes them fun. Homework: How fast would this asteroid need to rotate such that? People inside would experience an apparent weight half that of on Earth. Note: There are some rotating spacecraft from science fiction, just for fun. If a human was standing inside this asteroid, that's actually a spacecraft. Could that human jump from one side of the ship to the other? Assume Ui Mua Mua has a uniform density, like a rock. You pick your favorite rock. How much energy would it take to get it rotating at the current angular velocity? If you're standing at one end of the rotating spaceship, how fast would you have to throw a baseball such that it makes it to the other side without hitting the wall? Hint: Think about the Coriolis force. You might need to make a numerical model, but you could probably do this with a rough estimation. Create a Python model showing the rotating Ui Mua Mua as it moves through the solar system. You can model the solar system as just the Sun and Jupiter. 
Suppose we want to rendezvous with Ui Muamua, which would be a cool title for a book. How fast would the spacecraft from Earth have to travel in order to catch up with Ui Muamua before it leaves the solar system? How long would this trip take? This one is difficult. Super large asteroids are spherical, but this one is not. Calculate the net gravitational force on a part of the asteroid to show that it is much smaller than the bonding forces of a typical rock. As Ui Muamua moves past the Sun, it has two types of angular momentum. There is the orbital angular momentum and the spin angular momentum. I believe, but I am not 100% sure, that the total angular momentum of spin plus orbit should be constant. Estimate the change in spin angular momentum as it passes the Sun due to tidal gravitational forces. Should this change the orbital angular momentum? Why is this asteroid so skinny? Make up a plausible story to explain its shape. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school. Hear more stories at chubb.com/podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.